When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host and author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. This week on the podcast is all about courage, how to tap into it, and how to do the things it guides you to do in a way that feels good. Today, I'm talking with Rabbi Daniel Cohen, who serves at the largest modern Orthodox synagogue in New England in Stanford, Connecticut. He's also the author of What Will They Say About You When You Are Gone? Cultivating a Life of Legacy. He's been a rabbi for over 30 years, meaning he's had hundreds of -of end-of-life conversations and delivered thousands of eulogies, which gives him a unique perspective on how to live life. Rabbi Cohen is also the father of six daughters, and that will certainly give you a unique perspective on life, too. In honor of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday, which was just a couple days ago, and his example and inspiration of being of service to others, I wanted to talk with Rabbi Cohen about how to find the courage to shift your comfort zone, to include standing up for what you know to be right, and to expand your tolerance for risk in a way that gives you fuel to keep going rather than pushes you over the edge and gets you to shut down. Rabbi Cohen, welcome. It's wonderful to have you here. Thank you very much. It's wonderful to be on your show. So how do you define courage? Courage, I would say, is defined by, you know, in life, we have two choices. Do we act based upon instinct, what feels good, or what we know is the right thing to do? And somebody who embodies courage is a person who says that at the end of the day, I'm going to do what's right, even if it may not be the popular thing to do, because I am accountable to a higher authority and not just based upon whatever peer pressure or the easy thing to do. So courage is a life that's defined not by pressure, but by principles, not by convenience, but by conviction. Oh, I like that. Can you share an example either from your own life or from someone in your congregation, maybe, that exemplifies this kind of conviction that you're talking about? Sure. You know, I think one of the important things when talking about courage, and this will help, I would say, amplify uh, an example is that oftentimes we think about courageous decisions as major decisions in life. You know, a person, God forbid, having to risk their life for something or really make a decision that's going to have profound implications for the very long term. What we oftentimes don't realize is that in order to lead a courageous life, it means that in the smallest decisions of life that I choose to do what the right thing is to do. For example, so many times, even in the, in, the, in the smallest of ways, we have a choice. Do we hold a confidence or do we share information we should not have done? 
That's an act of courage. Do we stand up when we see somebody, for example, being bullied or somebody who may be being maligned or in the margins? Or do we just kind of move into the uh, environment around us? And it's fascinating because I think one of the things when I reflect on people in my congregation, just generally in life, great lives are defined by people who see every opportunity that comes into their orbit is an opportunity to reflect the deepest values of who they are. And that means if there's a choice, again, between it could be in the area of a financial decision, they say, you know what, I may lose a little bit of money, but my name means more important to me than all the wealth in the world. Or maybe there is a football game that I want to go to, or I have all this things that I want to do to spend time on, but somebody now said they need me to volunteer for something. A courageous decision to say, you know what? At the end of the day, I want to do what's right to step up and help that person and not necessarily just kind of meander through life. And in that way, I think courage is something that we choose every day because we have to look back on our life and say, what did I do today that is worthy of future memory? What did I do today that reflects the deepest values of who I am and the integrity and authenticity that I hope to lead? And when we realize that courage is defined by the small decisions, then our life truly will be a courageous life. It is so important to remember that courage is an everyday type of a thing. You know, it's not, we don't have to wait around our whole lives to have that one big moment. But a lot of times I think maybe what might dissuade us from acting courageously is that courage often requires taking a risk whether that's to speak up or to take some action or do something that you can't necessarily walk back later. So what should we keep in mind as we decide what's a worthy risk and what's not? I would say that we have to ask ourselves, you know, I go back to my Hebrew name. Now, my English name is Daniel. My Hebrew name is Daniel, which actually are one and the same. But there's a very deep mystical tradition that our names are meant to be touchstones and north stars for us. So my father, I'll give you an example, would always say to me that the meaning of the name Daniel, most people may not know, means God is my judge. That at the end of the day, I have to ask myself, am I doing what God wants me to do? Am I doing what God put me in this world to do? And am I going to be proud of the actions that I do? And I remember even as a teenager, not that I was so wild, I grew up in Atlanta, but I remember my parents would say to me before I went out to a party, remember who you are. Remember who you are. Mm. And I think that applies for all of us. You know, nobody who ends up on the front pages of the New York Times or Wall Street Journal because they built millions of dollars, they didn't go to business school thinking they would cheat the system. But it's one compromise after another compromise that leads to another compromise. But we recognize that there's so much that's more important than money or fame or accolades. But I want to be able to look myself in the mirror and know that I did the best that I could, not only what God wants of me, but I'll say this too, that the actions that I do reflect upon my family and also reverberate into the future. When we have that sense that every decision is eternal and a reflection of our character and family, then I think it raises the stakes. And we are more inspired to make good choices. Great. I've got a few more questions for you, but I have to take a quick break. We'll be right back. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back. So Rabbi Cohen, you talk a lot about making an impact and leaving a legacy. How does thinking about the long-term effects of your courageous actions matter? Well, I think I'll give you an example in my own life a little bit. You know, my uh, mom, blessed memory, died around 30 some odd years ago. And about a few weeks before her wedding, she lost her engagement ring. Mm. And they looked all over the house for it. At the end of the day, they couldn't find it. They went to the insurance company and they got a nice check for the ring. Well, a couple of days before the wedding, they found the ring. It was kind of in some bedpost in her bedroom. But I remember my grandmother telling me that my mother said, I'm not going to wear that engagement ring now until we turn back the money. Because my mother was a person who understood that. And I say that that was a two-minute decision or a decision that my mother made probably close to 45 years ago. But today I still mm-hmm. look back on that as saying she was a woman of integrity, of honesty. And I think we all sometimes don't appreciate that the small decisions that we make are remembered and create a certain legacy. You know, I'll give you another example. Sometimes when somebody's looking to start a career, you know, it's not always easy for a mentor to take a chance on somebody that's new. The easy decision is to take somebody with a lot of experience or with a certain pedigree. But you look at the young kid and you say, I'm going to give that person a chance and I'm going to put myself on the line a little bit. Well, that decision was a small decision, but ultimately potentially transforms that person's life around them. And I'm going to give you one other thing. One thing I talk about a lot is called the Elijah moment in my book, which is a concept that we may not be able to change the world, but we can change the world of one person. And we move outside our comfort zone into our growth zone to do an act of kindness, to stand up for something that we believe in. We have to realize that it doesn't only touch the universe at that moment, but literally one light will ignite another light. And years later, that one courageous decision, that one Elijah moment can actually be something that will truly be reverberating for many, many generations. Coming back to this idea of service, you know, because in honor of Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday and giving back to your community, for someone who's teetering on the edge of deciding to do something that contributes to their community in some way, so not so much necessarily about doing something for one individual, which I love that idea, but something more like joining the PTO or volunteering for a candidate or a cause they believe in. What advice do you have for them? What kinds of things do you need to consider when you're on the precipice of making a decision like that? That the whole world needs you. (laughs) I truly believe, and this is very important, that, you know, God put each and every one of us into this world for a unique purpose that's totally different than anybody else in the world. And what I do today is going to be different than tomorrow and different than yesterday. So when you're on the precipice or we're on the precipice of saying, do I engage or not? Know that what we do really matters. 
it will make a difference. And I think when we heighten the significance of our unique purpose in the world, then how can I not step up and find a way to make an impact? And I live with that always. You know, every day is truly a gift. You know, we're coming right now out of COVID and, you know, simply the breath that we take is a gift. So if God gives us breath in the morning to wake up, that means God is saying, I believe in you. There's something for you to accomplish. And if somebody asks you to do something, you are meant to hear that. And now it's our responsibility to say, I am here. I'm ready to respond. I'm ready to reveal some light in my corner of the universe. That's beautiful. Thanks. I love the thought of breath in that way. Um, yes. Yeah, it's very inspiring, that- especially now, you know, to me, that's one of the greatest reflections of God's belief in us, that he breathes into us the breath of life. And then we have to take that breath and bring it out into the world and make the world something special. So for listeners who'd like to hear more from you, where can they find you? Best way to find me right now, I'm in Jerusalem for a little while. But anyway, (laughs) you can find me actually on my website too. You can reach out. It's www.rabbidanielcohen.com. And you can reach me there for a consult or to speak. But I look forward to staying in touch with everybody. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hi, it's Kate again. I love how Rabbi Cohen was talking about how courage doesn't have to mean this big thing, that it can help us make even the smallest choices that are of service to others, and that remembering that we each have our own unique purpose can help reassure us that our efforts matter, and that we have a responsibility to do the right thing. So your tiny assignment is to look for that one right thing you can do today, no matter how small that is uniquely yours to do, or that you can do in a way that reflects your uniqueness. And know that when you do that, you're not just being a better person, but you're impacting the future. Be sure to come back tomorrow when I'm sharing how to ensure that your efforts to be of service are actually truly helpful. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 